Romans 11, verse 1 through 10. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says about Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they've killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. I am alone, left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer based on works. Otherwise, grace would be no longer grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect, the elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see, ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and bend their backs forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, man, it's good to be back in the chair. Dude, you're back back in the ODR chamber. Back in the ODR <laughs> chamber, man. And here we are, Romans 11. What a uh, what a passage. Uh, I, I actually think this is, it's, it's helpful kind of in understanding what I would mm-hmm. say, like biblical theology. But it's also really, I think, pertinent to where we are kind of current as a church. And, and I'm speaking church in general, but maybe church particular too. Um, so basically what, what Paul is saying here is that there, there is, and you know, I'm kind of more in the line of like, I guess, covenant theology. There, there is, the covenant has um, matured. And now like the new covenant, the way to covenant with God is in Christ. Um, and, and really what Paul's explaining here is that God has not abandoned Israel. God has not abandoned yeah. the children of Abraham, but like the, their way in mm-hmm. is to recognize their Messiah, yeah. who is Jesus the Lord. Um, but many of their hearts have been hardened. Many of them um, have rejected. Their, their, their eyes don't see. Their ears don't hear. Um, even though they, they are the ones that have had access to the prophets and the law, all this about um, uh, you know, this coming Messiah, and but they're they're not seeing him, they're rejecting him. Um, and so it's it's again, it's not that God is casting out Israel in a sense. Uh, it's it's in a sense that they're casting out God uh by not yeah. recognizing the Messiah that he sent. Um, and I think there's some pertinent lessons for us to learn in this too. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah, Paul, he he's not redefining the faith here or the the theology of scripture, but he's actually just, you know, kind of illuminating what's been in play the whole time. So I'm uh I'm reading through the Bible right now and I'm kind of in that first and second Samuel, first and second Kings territory. And the the idea that Paul's really attacking here is this idea of like, oh, well, since I'm born of the lineage of Abraham, right. like I'm good with God. Yeah. And, you know, you don't like even if you look back into that territory of the Bible, like from the beginning, it's always been faith in God right. and and dependence on God that brings right standing with God. So even when you look back towards like first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, it's full of people who are of the lineage of Israel, but uh, 
they hate God and God abhors them as wicked men. And and, and that's what I think is so interesting. There, there is a way, and that, that kind of ties it to today, there is a way to be religious. Exactly. And not know God. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you know, I think that ultimately is the problem with, and, and you know, a lot of people say like, well, it's religion, it's not relationship. And I want to be careful with that because, or it's relationship, not religion, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rather. I want to be careful with that because the idea of religion, it's, you know, I think religion can be pointed at relationship yeah, or it cannot be. I mean, yeah. the idea of religion is basically, I think the, the word even means like a binding together. And yeah. so it's like, I go to worship every week. Yeah. I take communion. I it's read my Bible every or. day. Yeah. I do this religious thing to bind myself to yeah. God, to, yeah. to enter into a relationship with God. But I think there's a way to do religion that doesn't bind you to God, but actually like indebts God to you, or at least that's what mm. you think it's doing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what he's kind of attacking here. It's like, look, God's not indebted to you just because yeah. you're a descendant of Abraham. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's only his grace. Mm -hmm. And now he has shown you his grace yeah. through his son, Jesus. Yeah. God doesn't care about your earthly standing, your titles, what you do. He He looks at the heart. You know, man looks at the outside. God looks at the heart. Right. And that is the matter of salvation. I think that, um, and I think to, to kind of fast forward to today, I do think, you know, there's a lot of folk, we're not descendants of Abraham, mm -hmm. but we may be like descendants of Aunt Nellie, or we may be descendants <laughs> yeah. of Preacher Joe, who's like my great uncle mm -hmm. or whatever. And there's that yeah. kind of same posture. Um, you know, I even have friends that, you know, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, they're like, does being friends with Jason D's count for anything? Like he's a pastor, you know, like yeah. before God. And and I do think like we have this thing of like, okay, like here's the, here's the credits that I have added uh -huh. up to my name. Yeah. And it's this spiritual lineage. It's a spiritual heritage. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a spiritual family. Uh, I'm friends with a pastor or whatever it is, or it, or it's stuff that I've done too. Like, um, you know, I have gone to church. I have given a bunch of money. And, and so we're looking to like like relational credit or like works credit, and ultimately that can cause us to do the same thing these folks are doing and ultimately miss the Messiah who has come to us with this offer of grace um, that really transforms us. Yeah. You know, I recently heard John Piper talking about this. Like we we, and I think this is really helpful. He he said we we talk a lot about the forgiving grace of God. Yeah. Right, grace forgives. Right, justification which is amazing, right? We, we are no way downplaying the doctrine of justification. Mm. But he says, we, we, we probably don't talk enough in church about the conquering grace of God. Like the, the hope of forgiveness of sin is so that we can conquer sin mm -hmm. and so that we can be holy and so that we can be we can know God. And um, like there, there's, there's more to the story than just like looking to the cross for forgiveness. It's actually looking to the cross yeah. so that we can know God and be like God. Yeah. And... Um, and I think like that's what these people are missing here. They're they're so caught up in like their duty and what they've done and how they're in good with God that they're they're they actually their hearts have become darkened by that. Um, so and it's become a trap to them. Well, good stuff. It's good to be back in the chair. Um, <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow also. So for Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.